You're listening to the No BS Nutrition Podcast. I'm registered dietitian Hannah McGee. And I'm neuroscience PhD student Tarek Youssef. And for the next hour, we're going to tackle popular nutrition topics from a scientific lens, promoting fact over fiction with no BS. Welcome back, everyone, to the No BS Nutrition Podcast. I am Hannah. Hi, I'm Tarek. Nice to see you all over audio. Welcome to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. We are super happy to have you all listening, and we are super excited to be back again for another week of episodes. Um, I've already gotten some feedback uh, about our episodes. People are liking these shorter episodes, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, that's good to hear. So we'll continue yes. on with that. Um, anything anything new with you, Tara? Anything new with me? The weather's kind of um, doing a lot of different things lately, which is kind of fun, kind of chaotic. I feel like spiritually a little bit on edge, um, which I think is good. Honestly, I think that's kind of good for the podcast. Because totally, keeps things, totally. keeps things going. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And... Um, other than that, feeling really grateful to be here and really excited to hear what you're going to be telling us about today. Yeah, amazing. Well, I mean, I don't think I have any other kind of housekeeping items that I need to um, go through, so I can just get right into it um, if you're ready. The, our, our tasties on Friday are going to be, um, we'll, we'll make those nice and juicy for everybody. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm ex- really excited. We were talking about this before we hit record and Tarek's got an interesting one I'm really looking forward to hearing so make sure you tune in on Friday to hear what's been tasty for Tarek this week yeah okay so today I want to talk about a style of eating I guess that I have come across in like on a lot of different platforms and in different communities um, Mm -hmm. online and it's called volume eating have you heard of it I've definitely heard the term before. Okay. Um, any ideas what you like? What do you think it means? I'll take a guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, honestly. Um, I'll take a guess. My guess would be, it sounds like you can eat whatever you want, but it always has to be the same amount. Like you can, mm-hmm. you can have like a liter of milk or you can have <laughs> a liter of Oreo cookies. And either way, that's, that's the diet. <laughs> is that close? <laughs> I'm, I'm really far off. <laughs> that's a really great guess. And I can totally see okay. why you, like, that was your guess. I mean, volume eating. Okay. You, there's only so many things you can interpret, like, with that title. Sure. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just That's not right. That's I'm really taking funny. it. <laughs> um, okay. No, that is not. That is not what volume eating is. So okay. let me tell you what it is. Please, yeah. So volume eating is basically a weight loss strategy or a certain method of eating that or where you basically eat a large consumption or volume of food while minimizing calorie intake. Okay. Oh, this is eat like a bear vibes. Right. Oh my God. Exactly. So that's what I thought of when I... um, when I was 
like read it. I've, I obviously knew what it was already because I picked this topic and wanted to kind of debunk it. But sure. um, when you I was reading You didn't think it was eating it, a liter of Oreos or drinking a liter of milk? You didn't think it was that? No, no, that wasn't, okay. that wasn't the first thing okay. that I thought cool, 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 cool. Okay, yeah, cool, cool, Yeah, cool, no cool, worries. Cool, cool. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, it's exactly... I actually put that in my notes, eat like a bear diet, because um, it's very similar to that. Um, so... Yeah, you're basically eating a large volume of low calorie foods in order to like maintain or reach a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. So that's kind of like mm-hmm. the premise. I, I see a lot of like fitness and like bodybuilding type people on social media like talk about volume eating and um, yeah, it's all about volume and, and stuff like that. So um Yes, like I said, it reminded me of Eat Like a Bear that we talked about in season three because um, the founder of the diet, what was her, do you remember her name? Um, Professor something Rose, yes, I think. Professor Rose. Um, she, prof- just so everyone's clear, professor of political science, is that what it was? Yeah, I mean, she's not yeah. even a professor. She's a PhD. Yeah, Dr. Oh, okay. Rose. Dr. Yeah, Rose. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, I was so being do- generous. Right. So Dr. Rose coined this like ridiculously large salad or something. That's what it was called. This ridiculously big salad. Um, And she basically ate that every day. And um, she had described it as like, essentially, it was just like a huge giant bowl of like lettuce and vegetables with like a little bit of protein and a little bit of dressing. Um, But it was mostly vegetables, which is an example Mm -hmm. of volume eating because most vegetables are quite low calorie. Um, Mm -hmm. There's really not a lot to them. They're mostly water, um, some fiber, things like that. So um, vegetables are a big part of volume eating for sure. So to continue into some kind of popular foods uh, involved in volume eating, things like fruits, vegetables, um, like rice cakes or like high fiber crackers, you know, Uh, things that like fill you up. But are basically like air. You know what I mean? Like there's not mm-hmm. a lot to them. They're very low calorie. I think yeah. um, like in season one, we talked about the F-factor diet. And yeah. and that was all about fiber. It was like F-factor is the fiber factor. Right. Um, since then, there has actually been a lot of current controversy around the F-factor diet um, that we actually never really discussed. But anyways, part of the F-factor diet was like these like super high fiber, low calorie crackers or whatever, which were probably like right. cardboard um, you yes. know, like eating cardboard, not a whole lot to them. Um, another food that's really popular in like the volume eating, um, I was, I was going to say the volume eating community, community. <laughs> but I don't know if that's a thing. It's like the We'd really... like to reach across the aisle and, and speak to the volume eating community right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, I, we'd like to put aside our differences and, and just talk freely in this space. <laughs> um. What was I going to say? Oh, okay. So another food is like the low calorie, like protein ice creams, like Halo Top and yes, all of those the, kind the, of ice creams. Yeah, yeah. Basically, um, what's that word? It makes you go to the bathroom. Oh, do they? I didn't. Do they? Are they like? Well, because they're full of like um, sugar alcohols. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like those. Laxatives. Gummies. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes. Yeah, the sugar alcohols, which have a laxative effect. Um, laxative effect, yes. Yeah, so those kind of ice creams, and, you know, they're basically, like, only 
whatever it is, like 240 calories per pint. So they like basically like say like, you can eat the whole pint. Um, that's kind of like volume eating, right? Like eating a pint of ice cream in one sitting, but it's only a small amount of calories. Right. Um, another thing that I used to see on Instagram <clears throat> all the time was again in kind of like the fitness community was people making like protein, I think they called it like fluff. And it was basically like their dessert. And I'm pretty sure all it was, was protein powder. You know, there's all sorts of crazy protein powder powder flavors like birthday cake and like cinnamon Mm -hmm. roll and things like that. So like a sweet protein powder, ice, and like almond milk blended together. And like, that's it. And it would just create this like big, like... Kind yeah, like a really thick, chunky like chunky texture. I wouldn't say chunky, but it was like a really thick, like smoothie, like almost like a smoothie bowl, but super thick and really like airy. And like because of the protein powder, um, like the way I find when you add like whey protein powder to things, it gives it like a really like almost like airy kind of texture to it. Yeah, uh, like kind sure. of whipped. Um, so people would make that, and obviously it would be like very minimal calories with like a scoop of protein powder and almond milk and right. ice. Of course. Um, and that's what people would have for dessert because it was super low calorie, but like a giant bowl of it. Um, so yeah, generally I would say volume eating involves eating a lot of vegetables, low calorie fruit, protein powder, and like low calorie products too. Like there's all these like weird low calorie like maple syrup like zero sugar maple syrup and like not actually mm-hmm. not pure maple syrup but of it's course, like yeah, syrup yeah. and salad dressings and things like that so that's kind of what constitutes a lot of volume eating um those are a lot of the foods that are involved and ultimately the goal of volume eating is basically to like fill up your stomach and like stretch your stomach so that you feel full like, you you know, after the meal, you feel full, but you really haven't eaten a lot of calories, you right. know, so you're maintaining some sort of deficit. Um, so you eat, yeah, a bigger volume of food. It literally expands your stomach because it's so much vegetables or whatever, um, so many vegetables, um, but it's all got minimal calories. So it's kind of like trying to trick your body, Right. Like, I just wrote that down in my notes as something that I wanted us to like d- dig into a little bit more yeah. from what you were talking about. Yeah, it really, that's literally what it is. It's like tricking your body into thinking that you're full. So like the lining of your stomach, like the receptors there and like would feel your stomach expanding and your stomach's getting full. So um, that would signal some, you know, fullness to your brain, but you're not getting the calories likely that you need. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Um, and, and that might sound, people listening, like that might sound good to some people. They're like, oh, like, don't we want to trick our bodies into thinking we're full? You know what I mean? They're like, wow, genius weight loss method. Um, but I feel like, I feel like there's a big, like, but here, you know? I have yes. an issue with that. And that is that, while volume eating may address like the physical side of fullness or satiety, um, it definitely, not definitely, it likely doesn't address the mental side of like fullness and satiety or satisfaction, which is something that I talk about a lot. So I'm sure that, you know, everyone would probably feel 
quite full after eating a like giant plate of vegetables. Um, Mm -hmm. But would they feel satisfied? Would they be like, "Mm, that was just what I needed and I feel like my taste buds, my cravings, etc. were so satisfied that I can like move on with my day and, you know, go back to work and not think about food or need any more food. Um, What do you think? I think you're so right. And I, I also think, okay, tricking our like stomach into thinking it's full and then getting some satiety cues is one thing, but you can't trick your body into thinking it has more energy than Mm -hmm. it's getting. Yeah. I mean, you're still getting the same low amount of calories that you're getting and that's going to equal to how much energy that your muscles and all of your organs have to function. Yeah. You're, there's no way that you're going to be satisfying your body, even yeah. though maybe temporarily you think you're hungry. It, to me, it almost invites binging after. Mm, yeah, that's what I was going to, that's what I was going to get into. And you're so right. Um, it doesn't address. So yeah, you're tricking your body, your body like temporarily or momentarily thinks I'm full, you know, I feel full, I'm full, stop eating. But soon after that, you're going to feel hungry again because you literally are not providing your body with enough calories and your body knows that. Yeah, otherwise you could just drink like liters of water instead of doing volume eating. Right. But that also doesn't work. Right, exactly. Um, And also over time, like if you're like chronically under eating or not, not even not even under eating, like say you're eating large volumes of food, um, Mm -hmm. you're still technically, you could still technically be under eating if you're not eating enough calories. And if you are like chronically under eating, we know that that can lead to, um, yeah, like binge, binging behaviors and um, obviously like a slowed metabolism and like your body's going to kind of... um, start burning less energy and conserve energy and seek out more food because it's in like a constant kind of starved state, right? So and just being, just like going through, even if you're like under, being in like an under nutritional state, to me, I don't know, like sounds like it's inviting health problems too. Oh, oh, definitely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you're missing key nutrients, then that definitely invites um, the possibility of nutrient deficiencies and like further health issues and things like that. Um, so yeah, it's likely that after you, you know, when you're volume eating, sure, you may be like filling up your stomach and you might feel full after a meal or after a snack or after dessert, but you're probably not satisfied. And when we're not satisfied, what we do is we continue to search for foods that are going to give us that satisfaction, regardless of how full your stomach is. And I've talked to clients about this like all the time. You know, they'll say, I ate my dinner and I was full, but I still wanted something else. You know, there's still something that they didn't get that um, prompted them to seek out more food. Um, so yeah, I, and I'll talk about a little bit things that things you can do to encourage satisfaction in a little bit, but um, yeah, something that often happens when we're not satisfied 
after a meal or snack is, um, and I'm sure this probably happens with volume eating, is like grazing, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, oh, I, I'm not quite full after my meal, so I'm just going to like grab a handful of these. Oh, I'm still feeling peckish. I'm going to grab a handful of this. And no, that didn't do the trick. Maybe I'll have some more carrots or like whatever. Um, and that, you know, obviously tends to eventually lead to or can lead to um overeating or binging um, because that meal wasn't satisfying and I can totally relate to that too you know back in my um, kind of dieting disordered eating days I would do the same thing like I would want something um, and I wouldn't eat it because you know it was off limits or whatever and then like say I want a dessert but I wouldn't have it um, so instead I would have like fruit or whatever but then I'd feel full for 10 seconds and then I'd be like hmm Mm -hmm. um what else can I have and I'd have some nuts and then I would eat like so many nuts because I was like trying to fill this void of like wanting cake but I like couldn't eat cake so I just would like and then eventually I'd be like binging on almonds and it's like what (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. why are you doing that yeah of all the nuts to pick (laughs) <laughs> I saw your eyes light up. You're like, almonds. <clears throat> if you guys didn't listen to our almond conversation last week, make sure you go check that out. I just edited that. I, I hope that we blow some people's minds. I hope we do too. Um, okay, I lost my train of thought when I started laughing about almonds. Just like um, grazing. and Yeah, it, it can. It absolutely can lead to overeating and binging down the line because you're not satisfying Um yourself and your body so yeah like if you think about the like healthier ice cream or the halo top or whatever the lower no i i should have put just imagine i put air quotes over healthy um yeah you can eat that for less calories but i'm willing to bet that it definitely isn't as like creamy or um, doesn't taste as good um or have similar texture to like regular ice cream right so Mm. um even if if you have like say you have the same serving size of like halo top ice cream compared to like a really nice like full fat ice cream which one mm-hmm. like if you have the same amount are you going to feel more satisfied after probably the real right. deal and not the like healthier lower calorie ice cream so when you have that healthier lower calorie ice cream say you only have like i don't know like a scoop of it you're you're like no, I probably need more. And then you get another one and then you get another one and then you've eaten the whole tub. Um, And you're still probably not satisfied after that. So on the other hand, um, a lot of times when you focus on, you know, the opposite of volume eating and like eating for satisfaction and adding things to your meal that are like rich in flavor or rich in calories or fat or things like that, um, you're more likely to be able to feel full and satisfied and eventually just, you know, move on. Um, mm-hmm. And something else I wanted to say um, is that it also, like, not only does it lack the satisfaction factor, this volume eating, it also kind of disconnects you from your hunger and fullness cues also. Because if you're men- if going into a meal or a snack or dessert, your mentality is... I can eat this whole pint of ice cream for only this many calories. I might as well do it. You're less likely to act if you're less likely to actually pay attention to your hunger and fullness signals and um, try and listen to your body if it's just kind of like a free for all because 
you can eat the whole thing. So why wouldn't you, you know? Um, so I think that that also kind of disconnects us from the like more mindful, intuitive side of eating as well. This is kind of around now kind of getting into what we do need for satisfaction. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that might be um, like flavor or texture or the mouthfeel of a food or enough calories or enough protein, enough fat, enough carbohydrates. Um, You know, all of these components uh, kind of play a role in our body's appetite regulation, right? Um, So yes, the filling up your stomach part does also play a role in appetite regulation, but we do also need enough calories. We need enough carbs. We need enough fat, protein, things like that, because they signal um, certain things in our body that then tell our brain, okay, we've got enough of this, like we can stop eating, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So if you are missing some of those things, you're eventually going to, or not even eventually, but you're soon probably going to feel hungry again, right? Right. Um, So that's pretty much why I'm not a huge fan of this whole volume eating concept. Around the like large volume of vegetables, that would be like if you just had like a huge plate of vegetables at every meal, um, you know, maybe like a little bit of protein and then like a big volume of vegetables, I feel like that would be too much fiber and not enough of anything else. You know, like that could lead to some like constipation like cramping like really uncomfortable things if you're just like eating really low calorie like high fiber things all the time same with yeah like sugar alcohols and certain ice creams and things like that um i feel like it's totally a recipe for like gi upset just like not feeling great that way i think that's something that by the way hannah love this topic thank you for debriefing all that because It really makes me think that with respect to intuitive eating and people having difficulty getting into intuitive eating, sure, there's like the whole side of, you know, getting in touch with your body and tuning with your body. That can be hard. People put that to the side for a second. Something that we don't talk about often is the intention with which we go into with eating. Um, and if the intention is to trick your body, it sounds like that that's always going to like lead to an unsustainable path mm. uh, with respect to eating behaviors. If your intention is rather to like enjoy what you're eating and, you know, have some sort of, you know, health and satisfaction in mind, it's probably going to be better in the long run than this like kind of tricking because you can't trick your body. I mean, no, our bodies are they're trying to survive and they're trying to live and they're trying to provide energy to like all the tissues and organs. And if they're not, if they're not finding something that they're looking for, like things are going to go awry. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think, yeah, I like, I really, like you said, like you can't trick your body and all, and it's like tricking your body will probably almost always backfire. Um, and I think that it's also, it's also sad and kind of, it's mean Not, to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you're tr- like trying to trick your body is clearly not working with your body or mm-hmm. honoring your body and its needs. It's doing yes. the complete opposite. So instead of that, like, can we try to work with our body? I think we'll be a lot more successful in the long run if we try to listen to our bodies, 
honor our body's needs and give it what it's telling us it needs um, rather than like faking like we're giving it what it needs um, only to yeah like just lead to overeating and um, probably stressing about food and stressing about the fact that you overate like down the road right so I um actually I'm really grateful that you brought this topic at this time because it really resonates with me right now I'm I'm on a couple of different medications and I'm actually I'm going to talk to, to you about this off the pod but I'm switching some medications around right now so I'm a little bit I'm a little bit like feeling a little bit messed up and I know it's Mm. affecting my eating and you know, I'm just trying to be like really kind to myself and figure out and, you know, do what feels right. Um, But it is really hard. And I really feel for people who are on different medications that might be affecting their eating behaviors. Totally. Um, If that's something that people are interested in hearing about, I would also be interested in researching that a little bit more. And there's so many medications that affect that have side effects on our hunger and on our eating behaviors, whether they are, you know, even like related to like your metabolism or not, Mm -hmm, like just mm -hmm. like that can be a side effect of so many medications. So if people are interested in hearing about that, send us a DM on Instagram or Twitter or send us an email. Um, I think that would be something that would be interesting to look into in the future. Yeah, I would absolutely be interested to chat about that for sure. Um, yeah, and, and I think it would be neat too because like you said, there's a lot of different medications that affect your hunger levels um, and your eating patterns. Um, and it would be interesting to look at that and why and, and things like that. I think that would be really neat. Um, and yeah. also to kind of like talking about it as well, I feel like kind of just breaks makes talking about those kind of medications and potential side effects a little more comfortable. Cause I think as soon as someone might hear that, totally. Oh, this drug would make you hungry or it might make you gain weight or things like that. People are like, you know, yeah. um, absolutely turned off from it. Even if it will like significantly, um, potentially improve, improve your life. health. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So let's, we should plan to talk about that for sure. Um, okay. So I just have one more thing, um, before we wrap up this episode, And I want to talk about what you can do instead of volume eating and what you can aim to do in your meals instead of loading up on low calorie food. So I actually came across when I was kind of prepping for this episode, I came across Mm -hmm. um, an article online from US News and it was actually an interview with our... Our gal, Alyssa Rumsey, RD. Oh, um, hello, Alyssa. Yeah. yeah. So we had her on the podcast in season three. We interviewed her about her book, which was awesome. Um, yes. And she actually kind of, you know, was interviewed about a similar topic, like about filling up on low calorie foods um, and how that can kind of backfire. And so she kind of listed three things that we can do instead of. Um, you know, focusing on that volume eating. So the first one Mm -hmm. is that she says is to eat balanced meals. So she says Mm -hmm. that, you know, three macronutrients, protein, carbohydrates, and fat all work in different ways to help signal fullness. So carbs raise our blood sugar, which causes the release of certain hormones like insulin and GLP-1, which signal your brain to stop eating. So we need carbs in our meals. Um, protein and fat trigger the release of other home hormones like cholecystokinin or CCK, which your brain interprets as satiety. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's all the more reason to make sure that you're actually trying to have carbohydrates, protein, and fat at your meals to make them more satisfying, um, rather than just focusing on 
eating a whole bunch of vegetables and a little bit of protein. Um, Mm -hmm. And she also encourages, the second one, um, she encourages us to reflect on what makes you feel satisfied. So kind Mm -hmm. of at your meals, maybe think about, you know, was this meal satisfying? What made it satisfying? Was it the addition of a certain flavor or a certain texture or a certain macronutrient? Like, do you need a little more carbs? Do you need a little more fat? Things like that. Like, kind of reflect on that. Um, And then as you reflect, you can kind of make adjustments to your meals moving forward to make them more satisfying. And then the last one um, she recommends is just to eat mindfully, you know, to try and reduce distractions during meals um, and tune inwards and pay attention to how the meal is going. Um, Pause halfway through and ask yourself like, is this meal satisfying? Do I need to add something to it? Mm -hmm. Um, Is there another ingredient that would taste good on top of this that might make it more satisfying? Things like that. Um, You know, enjoy the meal, pay attention to it, eat in a pleasant environment. Um, You know, these are all a little more positive things that we can do to, you know, feel satisfied during meals, eat adequate amounts of food for our bodies and honor them rather than tricking them, right? So Totally. Yeah. So I, I think uh, too, like if someone is listening to this and they want to take some of this advice into consideration, don't feel overwhelmed and try to do everything at once. Just pick one thing. Like maybe your one thing is to just like read a little bit more about how to make a balanced plate and yeah. just like start off that way. And then like add in a few other tips as you go along because... I think um, it, it's kind of like you don't want to approach intuitive eating or mindful eating in the way that somebody approaches a crash diet, right? Like completely like shifting your life all at once. Yeah. And like say like from this day forward, I'm going to be like this new person. Yeah. Because that might be too overwhelming. Totally. Um, so yeah, just, you know, take it a little bit at a time and be kind to yourself. Yeah. Baby steps. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, that is everything that we have for you guys today. Um, I hope that you're having a great week. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to share it on your social media, share it with your friends and family, send it in a text to your friend who might like to hear it. Um, maybe you've got someone who's pursuing volume eating that you think needs to hear this, send it to them Mm -hmm. Um, and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast um, wherever you listen. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on social media. Our links are in the description. Thank you, Hannah. I really, really loved your topic today. So thank you for sharing and we'll see you all on Friday. Woohoo. All right. Bye, everyone.